This is Reset. I'm Natalie Moore in for Sasha Ann Simons. Let's keep the television conversation going. On Sunday, the HBO series Insecure wrapped up after five seasons. I keep thinking about all it took to get here. Doubting myself. (laughs) And then I realized no one was doubting me except for me. The show was about two Black professional women in their early 30s living in Los Angeles and figuring out life along with their friends to a dope musical soundtrack. Joining us to talk about the show's series finale and cultural impact is critic Britt Julius. Hey, Britt. Hey, how are you? Good. So what did you think of the finale? I actually loved it. I thought it was a perfect ending. I thought it was, you know, everything was wrapped up beautifully. And, um, you know, I thought that both Issa and Molly got the ending that they deserved, which I was really happy about. I was very satisfied with with the ending. Um, Are you part of the Lawrence Hive, as it's known on Twitter? (laughs) Um, Absolutely not. No, I I have disliked Lawrence since the first episode of the first season. Um, I, I do like that he's had a lot of growth, really tremendous growth. But even with the previous episode, seeing kind of how he acted, um, you know, with Nathan, I was just like, it's the same old stuff. So I, I'm a little upset she ended up with, with Lawrence in the end, but not so upset. That, you know, I can't recognize that he grew throughout the series. Right. And Molly also um, had an ending. She gets married. We saw tremendous growth from her. So, you know, some of the criticism I heard was that, I mean, most fans love the ending, but some thought that it was too fairy tale. I did not see that. I saw something different. And I'll tell you, but I, I, I want to hear what your thoughts are first. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think that it was really fairy tale at all. I mean, we just saw um, a, a, an extended progression of what happens to these women. So maybe in that sense, um, it seemed like everything was really quick. But um, I think if the show had like another one or two seasons, we would have, you know, um, come to those same kind of endings, just maybe a little bit more doubt that we would see, you know, some of the intricacies that led to those specific moments. It might not be fair to compare the Sex and the City ending where Carrie got with Big. That to me felt like it belied a little bit of the show's premises. I did not feel that with Insecure because at its heart, I really thought that this show was a platonic love story between Issa and Molly, especially if we think about the last couple of scenes. They really weren't focused on Lawrence or Molly getting married. Right. Absolutely. I think, you know, it was always interesting when it came to that kind of Lawrence talk and that, you know, in my mind, I'm like, Lawrence isn't necessarily that relevant to the story. It really is about Molly and Issa. And I personally feel like, you know, um, the previous season, season four, was its best season because we really saw those dynamics between Issa and Molly and what happens when friendships kind of, you know, dissolve or there's troubles or things like that. So kind of with this last episode or really just this season and kind of seeing them come back together as friends really highlighted and showed how important the the underlying you know, love story was, which was, you know, between these these two women, these two best friends and how they endured so much. I agree. I thought that season four was the best season and I noticed in the last episode on Sunday that Mira Issa, which really flagged her insecurities, didn't talk back to her. So I took away that there was some resolution in all of the friends' insecurities as they've grown over the past five years. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of almost saying like, 
Issa may still be insecure. She'll always kind of be insecure about, you know, where she is in life and her decisions and things like that. But I don't think it's it's crippling her in the way that it has before. And she's much more secure in her decisions, um, you know, whether it be regarding work or career or romance with Lawrence or friendship. What did you enjoy most about the series? Um, a, a lot of little things. So um, I always love the soundtrack. I always loved um, just the way that it portrayed Los Angeles was so gorgeous. I would love for a show to really feature Chicago and that same kind of just light of beauty all the time. Um, I love the dynamic between Molly and Ethan. Like that was just so fundamental for me. And that's why season four I felt was just so tremendous because I was like, God, I've been there, <laughs> you know, with that friend and can you make it work? And um, yeah, so I, I always, you know, really love that. And, and I always love just, you know, the the perfect blend of, of humor, um, you know, and, and lightness and comedy with, with drama and seriousness. And I, I thought that, you know, these last two seasons in particular really kind of tackled those um, really, really well and showed just like this tremendously strong um, uh, screenwriting that, you know, kind of came through in the series. And Raphael Sadiq, formerly of Tony, 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 was the musical director in every episode. I'm like, I have no idea who this artist <laughs> is. This is amazing music. I'm sure as a music critic, it was not that way for you. But I I love the, the music also. Yeah, it was, especially the first couple of seasons. Um, I know that Issa had really, um, you know, they really talked about wanting to showcase a lot of independent L.A.-based artists, you know, artists who were not signed to the big labels. And so they, you know, a lot of artists got breakthroughs through, um, you know, being on Insecure. So, you know, as a music critic, I, I love that. I, I think it's tremendous, and you don't see it happen a lot with, with TV shows. I was a, a fan of Awkward Black Girl, which was the web series that predated Insecure. Were you a fan of Issa in that show? Yes. Yes, I used to watch, and she would kind of premiere her shows, um, new episodes during weird times. I, mean, I remember, like, watching it at the day job that I had at the time, like, during lunch and things like that. And it was just so cool to see that someone was able to, to really do that. You know, I wasn't really used to, like, watching web series or, you know, watching things on YouTube, except for maybe, like, music videos. And so, um, you know, she really revolutionized the form and kind of showed a lot of young creators that not only can they create something on a small scale, but they can eventually, you know, kind of create things on, on larger scales as well. And also keep some of that authenticity. Absolutely. Like a lot of that, that humor, like her love of like rapping and rapping to herself and like, you know, that's straight from, from awkward black girl and things like that. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I love that. And, and that humor really remained despite kind of moving up to HBO. Why is Insecure such a cultural force? You know, I think that um, it really speaks to, um, you know, uh, an audience that maybe hasn't been or hadn't been served um, when it first premiered. So, you know, this, you know, young um, black uh, urban audience that, you know, maybe saw these kind of shows when they were growing up in the 90s, but, you know, kind of throughout the 2000s was sort of, you know, neglected. So um, I think it really sort of um, showcased and, and showed, um, you know, this uh, breath of, of uh, you know, creativity and, and ingenuity and, you know, intelligence and comedy that was really sort of like missing. And um, I think that also it kind of, you know, really kind of going back to that Lawrence Hive thing, right? It kind of really spoke to a lot of, um, you know, interpersonal dynamics and, and cultural issues that, you know, are happening between, you know, um, you know, young black folks, you know, in their 20s and 30s and even 40s and, and whatnot. And so, 
you know, just really hadn't had a lot of um, television that really spoke to that. You know, we might be in, you know, black folks might be in different, you know, television shows and whatnot. It's not really kind of talking about those, you know, necessarily those everyday, you know, person to person kind of experiences that, that so many of us can really relate to. I thought that there were some subtle callbacks during the show to girlfriends, living single, a different world, that there was um, a little bit of a 90s nod Absolutely. that came up. Did, did you no- notice that? Absolutely, yeah. I, I feel like, for me, honestly, like any of those moments where they were just sort of allowed to be really like open and free and, you know, crack jokes at each other and, you know, know that it's coming from this kind of loving place that to me felt, you know, very much like the shows, like the, the comedies that we used to watch in, in the nineties. And, um, you know, even this, like kind of the, the, the friendship dynamics when you sort of, you know, bring in, um, you know, Tiffany and, and, and whatnot, you know, just all those kind of things, you know, they, they felt very familiar, but sort of doing it in a way that feels a little bit more, you know, contemporary and modern and whatnot. Were you someone who liked to live tweet during the show? Because I feel like Black Twitter is just as much a part of the experience, too. I was not a live tweeter. I would read other people's live tweets, but I felt like uh, Insecure is a sort of show that has a sort of audience where I would, something would come to my mind and I would want to tweet it. I would see like 10 other people also tweet it as well. I was like, girl, you're not insightful at all. Like you're just, <laughs> everyone is catching that same thing. But I loved reading everyone else's um, tweets. And then I kind of got into the habit afterwards of like watching the episode and then being on Twitter for the next 15 minutes, just sort of reading what everyone else had to say. And I loved it, you know, and I, I think that not only does it speak to like kind of the quality of the show, but just, um, you know, Issa Rae has also been a very prolific social media user, a prolific, you know, tweeter. And so, um, you know, she's really helped kind of foster the same kind of conversations that, you know, kind of would spring up after these new episodes would air. Can't wait to see what she does next. Um, I've yes. been talking to cultural critic Britt Julius about the series finale of HBO's Insecure. Thanks, Britt. Thank you.